0: Hope you enjoy your
1: flight. There we go.
0: Okay. That looks promising. I know, but we're going to have to test to make sure that we can actually hear ourselves. Trust but
1: verify. Trust
0: but verify because stranger things have happened. Sure have. All right. Test one, two, three. All right. Yay. There we go. I know. You know what I really want to say? Hello, New York.
1: It's Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. We might be the only people getting excited about the fact that it's Tuesday, Tuesday
0: afternoon. I yeah. Know. Yeah. Um, welcome to the podcast New Yorkers. Maya shared with me when she came into the studio today that we now have listeners in New York. All right, where are we going today? Uh, we are going to Netflix. Netflix. Oh my gosh. Netflix, etc. cetera. Et cetera. Today on Back Alley Banter, we discuss a topic on which many of us, not just flighties, have become experts, streamable and downloadable content. We discuss some of our favorite movies and series, as well as those tried and true, nuanced, underappreciated classic. Once again, we have conversations on the taboo, mainstream, and everything in between. Settle in as we get ready for our adventure into the world of Netflix and chill. Maya and I are inviting you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride.
1: Hello again,
0: friends, and welcome back to our galley. Scooch on in, and there's plenty of room. Maya, I got to tell you, I love this topic, and when I get home from flying, I look forward to being with my family. I was just telling my crew that I was going to go home to Netflix and chill. Uh, they all started laughing at me. Um, you know what Netflix and chill means, right? I do now. I didn't. I promise you I did not. I quickly figured out that Netflix and chill had an alternative meeting. You knew that I guess. I I, I did. I think everybody knew that (laughs) but me.
1: I thought you did as well. It was a tongue in cheek homage to it when I was originally adding it to the schedule. And I honest to goodness thought that you knew It was a double entendre.
0: I totally didn't. And I think back to all the times that I would say when crew would ask me, what are you going to do tonight? Because with lockdown, right, and social distancing, there are very few things that we're able to do now. And generally, we're recommended to stay in our hotel rooms. Mm -hmm. And if we go out and about, it's minimally. And I would always say, I'm going to go back to my room and Netflix and chill just by myself.
1: Yeah, everybody thought you were masturbating. Yes. Mm
0: -hmm. Are you kidding me? They sure did. And I honestly, in all innocence and ignorance... Had no idea you were that's literally what I was telling them.
1: hanging out in your hotel room, watching Netflix <laughs> and relaxing. Yeah. Honestly. Nope. Nope. Not what you were telling them. <laughs> Not at all.
0: So that's why we have affectionately titled this episode as Netflix <laughs> and, and what? what? I love it. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Yeah, um, favorite series. Yes, we could go on and on and on. Mm -hmm. So this isn't only Netflix for me because I back and forth, Hubby and I back and forth between Netflix and Amazon Prime.
1: I'm Netflix Prime and Crave when I'm home. Okay. Because um, I have Crave on my television at home, but not on my iPad.
0: And Crave has some amazing series. Crave
1: Crave has some
0: really good ones. Yes. Handmaid's
1: Tale. Yes. um, etc.
0: Yes. Yes. So favorite series, definitely my number one that Hubby actually doesn't watch with me. He's like, you're on your own for that one, is Wentworth. Really? Yes. And it is the Australian series. Amazing. That to
1: Orange is the New Black. I haven't even watched the last two seasons of Orange is the New Black because it just pales in comparison. It's a little too porny for me.
0: Yeah, I I honestly... Whereas Wentworth is... Very dark. It's very dark, very but serious. Not quite as porny. That's right. No. As weird as that sounds. I know. Yeah. 100%. Very dramatic is the Wentworth, the, the prison series Wentworth. Yeah. And amazing acting, amazing mm-hmm. writing. I'm completely invested in the characters. Season eight just started.
1: Was really bummed when B. He's I know. No yes. No longer there, though. I know. But they have been
0: able to introduce yes. new characters and develop new characters yeah. because I thought, oh, I don't know if I want to watch it. Continue I was so it. glad
1: when Frankie came back. But, yes, uh, I know. And the way she came back was very well done as well. Yes. But yes, they do introduce new characters. And like British series, they just do, I think, maybe 13 ser- uh, episodes a series at the most.
0: Wentworth is 10. 10? Yeah, usually 10 <clears> per <throat> season. But they're hour or hour and a bit. Yes. And they're so... So well and done. So worth the wait too. Mm-hmm. And I, after watched the, after I watched the first couple of seasons, I thought, okay, I'm gonna try this. Orange is the new black that everyone's talking about. I honestly got halfway through the first episode, and maybe I didn't give it a chance. And I thought. I can't do this. It was too weird and fluffy for me. And I know that's gonna be blasphemous to a lot of people who are totally committed to Orange is the New Black, but I haven't gone back to it.
1: season or two, I was really invested in and I really looked forward to them, but I hadn't watched Wentworth yet. Yes. And then while I was waiting for, because I would like, it coincided every year with a move because I was transient. So I seemed to move every year in June. So every year I was moving in June and it would time up perfectly with my move. So I'd have to make sure I had my internet connected by (laughs) X. And I would stay up all night. Like it was one of those things where I would just Mm -hmm. binge it. Yes, But I'm sure I wasn't absorbing the content properly. Yes. But then while I waited for the next season, maybe season three, I got into Wentworth. Yes. Can't binge
0: that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now that we're talking about, because it's an Australian series Mm -hmm. and some of the best programming that I have ever experienced, obviously Australian programming, but also... The um, British programming programming blows my mind, blew my mind when I lived there. Mm -hmm. And that's one that you talking about about with a move. I remember when I had moved from downtown into a condo closer to the airport before Mm -hmm. I decided, oh, no, I'm a downtown girl and um, didn't have a TV installed. This is before Hubby and I were together. So I would go online and that's before you could stream them. And I would find Absolutely Fabulous because that is one of my all time favorite series and watch them at night on my laptop because that was the only Television programming that I really missed before I had my TV and my cable hooked up,
1: and I did that with Sons of Anarchy.
0: Yes. Oh, Sons of Anarchy! I could watch. I haven't yet. I could watch that entire series all I over again. I could watch that again. Too. Yes, loved I
1: it. I definitely spent an on-call shift. Yes, in two thousand eleven ish watching sense of anarchy and when scheduling calls me to call me out I was <laughs> quite perturbed <laughs> because,
0: because yeah how a dare you pivotal point too. like where isn't there a pivotal point right? in the show right
1: how dare you yes. interrupt my <laughs> Jacks Teller time I
0: know Charlie Hoonham oh dreamboat he's short though it's okay not for me I know Jax
1: Teller I know he's short yes I don't tend to go for short, but yep. it's the exception, not the rule.
0: That's true; could be the exception, but it just if somehow when they're short, I just it goes well, down a couple you're quite of tall. Yes, it goes down uh, a couple uh, notches for me. And yeah, no, babeism, no. He, and he played that role so well. well. Now, do you know that Katie Seagal's husband is actually the writer and the developer of the program? He also stars in it, and he stars in it. Well, yes. he has uh, uh, he does cameos. Yes, he yes. does a
1: bit role. He his name is Kurt yep. Sutter
0: Sutter. That's it, Kurt Sutter. Good girl. Uh, And the research that he did for it, as well as the fellow actors for Sons of Anarchy is incredible and how true, true to like genuine, authentic. That's what I'm trying to think. Authentic. And they even had David Labrava. He was the HA member that I read about and he played Happy. So you see him. He has the shaved head. Yes. So he was actually a consultant from what I read for the series and then ended up coming on as obviously a regular cast yeah. member
1: and i think opie was in um oh i loved opie Opie was amazing he was in remember the titans
0: if i remember correctly was he like, while you have
1: that open just double check i believe he was in remember the titans
0: let's see chibs i loved chibs and tig a
1: little bit of a crush on tig as well even though he's a little bit
0: he's so crazy, crazy. okay opie ryan
1: hurst i believe he was in remember the titans
0: ryan hurst why is it not doing that um that Kurt Sutter wrote in a lot of things within the script that are real life that yeah. affected him. So Tig had this insane fear and phobia of dolls. Yes. And there's uh, a few scenes, but there's one specific scene where Tig gets locked into a room with a bunch of old antique dolls and loses his mind. Yes, I remember that. Yes, and I remember reading about that. Okay, I said Ryan Hurst, right? Yeah, he was. Mm -hmm. Go on. He played Jerry here. Yeah,
1: Jerry Bertier, and then who befriends the black guy. Yeah. And Denzel Washington Mm. was in that.
0: Good good memory.
1: Holy smokes.
0: I did not know this. He plays Beta from The Walking Dead. Do you watch The Walking Dead? That's one of my favorite series. Nope. Okay, I just, my husband's gonna lose it because we watch. to This is
1: why today. I like watching things on Prime over Netflix.
0: Right. You might spot our cousin then because we have a cousin who is in a lot of different series. I might if I knew who they were. Yeah, I'll point and, them out to and you. I'd be like, oh. Yeah, because we can pick them out. Mm-hmm. Anything that's filmed on the West Coast, we yeah. can pick them out. And sometimes we know ahead of time that, oh, I'm in this series and this is who I play. Yeah. But then we'll see, you know, a tertiary character and both of us will say, hey, again. Yeah, again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i think friend of mine is in some stuff as well yes and we have lots of ladies that are in Mm -hmm. overlapping with the film
0: yes we do set design makeup for sure we have Um, a handful of actors too there's quite a few actors mm -hmm. because the schedules tend to be flexible for flying that they can commit to like their full days of having to be on set Set. in between their flying
1: and there's so much that's filmed in and around
0: here yes
1: that there's lots of extra and as long as you're part of actor
0: yeah, Actra. Actra, yeah. Yeah.
1: You're you're fine. Yeah. So. It's
0: true. There's loads of work. There's always There's work always to
1: be had. Well, there was. Well, there was. Yeah. <laughs> Currently um, not so much. What about favorite genres? Dramadies or that sort of thing. Like okay. or um based on true events is my okay. more my favorite.
0: Can you give an example? Um, or a few? Dramadies. Yeah.
1: The good place was good.
0: Okay. That's with K Bell, right? Mm-hmm. K Bell's okay. in that.
1: Brooklyn nine nine. The office. I mean, those are more comedy. True Events would be Call the Midwife. My mom got me into that one.
0: I think you told me about it and referred me to it, and I haven't watched really it I really liked yet.
1: that one. I need background noise to sleep, yeah. so I will re-watch Friends yeah. Office.
0: Yeah, I can quote them verbatim. Yeah.
1: yeah, I'm not paying attention to them, though. Right. It's just, it's on background noise.
0: When I was living in Europe, because I felt at some times I would feel so separated from my North American comforts that the I had never watched Friends before this I was too busy working trying to pay rent and car payments and everything else Mm -hmm. right trying to live when I got to Europe the only thing I could find and this is on the west coast of Africa on the in the Canary Islands and this is when they still had rental stores were Friends DVDs that's when I literally watched the entire series of Friends up to then Mm -hmm. and it was still running at that time and then came home and got into Friends, yeah. but it was that time. So that's time, the
1: Seinfeld Friends, yeah, era. Um, era.
0: And I never watched Seinfeld. People freak no. out when I say that.
1: I didn't either. I was too young for it, though. Okay. So it was it was geared an older generation than I was.
0: For many years, there wasn't any time yeah. for me to watch any to of that. watch it because, again, yeah. single girl living in an expensive city, and yeah. so it was like every and we just didn't have cables, so right? It was, So I I think that this goes without saying, you know this especially, that my genres are definitely true crime.
1: True crime for sure. Yes.
0: Yeah. Obsessed. Yeah. And definitely docuseries. Yeah. I'm into docuseries and it doesn't have to be specifically true crime. Mm -hmm. Just love loads of different docuseries as well. And then thrillers. That's my thing. Like psychological thrillers Mm -hmm. or like
1: The Ring kind of
0: thing? No, I cannot watch anything to do with Satan. Did you
1: watch The Haunting of... um, Hill House? Yes, I did.
0: You did? Yeah. And we're looking forward to The Haunting of Bly-, Bly Manor. I believe it's coming out next oh. week. Mm-hmm. It's now another one. There's, um, when I was
1: listening to Leah Remini's podcast this morning, there was an advert for a new podcast that's coming out, but it's going to be an HBO special as well. Really? It's about, like a series of
0: murders in
1: England, I believe.
0: <gasps> Do you know what it's called? Do you
1: remember? I don't remember, but I can find out for you. Okay.
0: Yes. There is one that's coming out on October 9th,
1: but that's on HBO. And we don't get HBO. HBO, the US version. What's, what's the um, HBO Go? We that's don't it. have HBO. No.
0: And anytime that I want to watch something. It's usually on HBO it's, Go. Yes. Yeah. It And Crave me. does get some of that stuff. Yes. But
1: not to the same extent. And, but that's why I like Crave so much more. Is mm-hmm. Because I just, I don't have cable anymore. I got rid of it completely. Because yeah. Why would I you? I don't need it. Yeah. Why would you need it? I couldn't tell you when I last turned to TV on. Yes. In a hotel room. Yes. I'm frequently turning them off because for some reason, yeah. they like to leave them on.
0: Okay, so this is one thing I've never understood, why? especially with flight crew, because they know which rooms we're going to be staying in. Why do you leave the TV on? Yes, it's nice that it says welcome cat and it wears me out when it's my name. Yes, I'm not going to lie. But why did they do that and leave the TV on? However, why are All the freaking lights turned off. It's pitch black at almost any time that it's like dinner time that you arrive in your hotel. We're
1: waking up and this time of year, we're waking up in the dark and going going to to bed in the dark. Like there's no daylight except from our office windows. Right.
0: But the TV's on. But there isn't a single light on where I have to do my security check, as we've talked about in a previous episode. Except for that
1: one hotel just north of here at the airport. They have the light on, but it reflects off of, like, it has all the mirrors on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it reflects off of everything. And then the TV's playing in the background. So I'm like,
0: shit, my pants every time I go in there. And I know it's coming. I just want a damn light on, especially in those darker hours that we are arriving in the hotel yeah, because so security the- check. And then the lights across the frickin' room. Yeah. So if there is a murderer, or some asshole in the hotel you know room. Your
1: phone has a flashlight on it, right?
0: I do. Okay. But then I've got something in my hand that I can't fight back with. Well you can. You can clock them with it. <laughs> You've got a
1: huge ass rock on the back of your phone. <laughs>
0: Maybe I'm going to start doing that then. Still, it's the fact that the TV's on and there aren't any lights in the room. Well, I do have to say, speaking of docu-series um, or documentary movies, Mm -hmm. recently we were deadheading, as this has been happening a little bit lately, a lot. Long ones or short ones? Short ones, not long ones, which is good. I'm grateful for that. Mm -hmm. So just long enough to watch. A nice little documentary movie, and uh, one of the flight attendants, as we were getting ready to board our flight, had said, "Oh my gosh, have you guys have any of you downloaded any episodes from Netflix recently?" And she said, "You need to watch the Social Dilemma on Netflix. It is so good. It's so scary."
1: So scary as in accurate? Yes.
0: It is the reality of how we are being managed and watched through all of different social media platforms. And it is the actual trailblazers that helped program it, the CEOs, the managers, you name it, everything from Instagram to Facebook to Tinder, even Google. And they sit down and say, do you have any idea? Everything that's being watched, sensed, controlled in your life and it's a little bit of um, a reenactment. Okay. Yeah. So they also have bits and pieces of a reenactment with actors, but then they have these people sitting down giving you the facts and it is horrifying.
1: We were talking about this the other day at work because some of what we do has to be kept confidential. Yep. I had asked somebody if they needed an email sent and he said, no, he would prefer a printed copy of whatever it was. I said, that's fair, totally understand. I said, it weirds me out how much my phone actually knows. Mm -hmm. And I was telling him that a couple of years ago, I was talking to a friend of mine about a divorce. And within a few minutes, I was getting adverts on Facebook and Instagram for divorce attorneys. And I was also getting adverts for law schools. I had been looking into law school on my phone I had not been looking into divorce attorneys. But you had mentioned it in a conversation. In a conversation. Because it's listening. It freaked me out. Later, that same friend and I were shopping and we happened to notice a particular brand of men's underpants. Mm -hmm. And I get a kick out of their slogan or tagline or whatever you want to call it for one of their styles. They call it the ballpark.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love it.
1: That is hysterical. Amazing play on words. Cracks me up. Yes. I think it's... Incredible. Genius marketing. It, it's Saks. Okay, it is Saks Yeah. And that is this particular design. Design is yeah. ballpark. Okay. And I think it's hilarious. Yes. I love it. Yes. We're out shopping and we mention it. And my phone started giving me adverts for sax underwear.
0: No kidding. I've never bought a pair of sax underwear in my life. But it was that conversation that, that you're conversation. having. And was your cell phone just sitting in your purse? It was in my purse. I know. Ever since then,
1: I've turned off the microphone access Okay. For Instagram, Facebook. I have to go back and turn it on every once in a while. Yeah. If we're doing lives or whatever. Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, I mm-hmm. think I turned it off for.
0: Even LinkedIn. They bring up LinkedIn. Yeah. Troubling. Very Troubling. They yes, and they even explain that if you aren't using it, so if it's been four hours, they it's will still. Yes. you need to log out and, of that shit. Yes, because they'll try and ping you yep. with something that they know that you're interested in from your habits. From the past, anywhere from week, two weeks, they even know when you disable your account. So I'm not on Facebook, right? This made sense to me because I get adverts all the time about get into your Facebook account and whatever, activate Mm -hmm. your Facebook account and Instagram and Facebook are linked. Yes, they are. Even though I don't have them linked on my Insta. I don't either. Yes, but they're still linked. And believe it or not, it shocked me when they brought up as Google was the superpower before all of these social media platforms jumped on the bandwagon, they used to look at Google like, ah, they were the gods because Google had, had Google Earth Google and- Earth, and they had hidden it, convinced us that it was so essential for our lives that we didn't realize that we are the product. They treat us Like the product. And it is incredibly disturbing watching it and eye-opening. I recommend watching Social Dilemma. I will definitely watch it.
1: Here's the thing. When I was telling this story about sex and stuff to my colleague, he's like, no, there's no way. I'm like, go check your settings right now. Oh, Yeah. Old classics. I know you're not really a rewatcher of them with the exception of Abfab.
0: Yes, Abfab. I will go to my grave and a DVD of Abfab will have to be buried with me.
1: Did you ever watch Queer's Folk then? Nope. Really? Yes. Charlie Hunnam's in that. Is he really? Yeah. Nope. And I think it's on Prime or Netflix now. haven't ever watched it. I don't watch any of the classics. That one, I didn't realize that one was a um, BBC version originally. Oh. I'd only seen the American version. Yes. Which was six or seven seasons. But again, okay. downloaded it on a laptop and I watched, watched it that way. Queer as Folk is pre Sons of Anarchy for Charlie Hunnam. Yes. Hunt. Okay. Yeah, he looks like a little baby. It's kind of like, I think it's Charlie Hunnam. I'm going to have to double check that. But it's kind of like Leo in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Okay. Kind of so, young. Yeah, like, that kind of young that kind of young, yeah like 16 17 maybe and on the brink of stardom yeah okay and maybe not even really recognized in North America just yet like okay he was just breaking out in the UK at that time I think. yeah but
0: it blows my mind to listen to him as as an American I would American, never have known and then you hear his accent like his authentic accent his native accent and you're like what really because he played Jax so, so well. well it's
1: like that one that I cursed your name for getting me hooked on which one time travelers
0: Oh, um, Sam Hewen, Outlander.
1: Yes. Cursed you for.
0: Yes, sorry. Cursed. Curses. But it's Curses. so damn good. It's so good.
1: A little porny. It's a little, a little porny, porny. But, but, but not yeah. in a bad way.
0: Not in a bad way. At and all. how
1: he and Claire have not actually. They're yeah. like BFFs outside of. They are,
0: but they've yeah. not actually, because that chemistry is mind blowing. Mm hmm. Even my husband watches Outlander. And I had read the whole series. It was my aunt, Auntie Butterfly. She recommended it to me. And I had watched, I think, one or two of them thinking this is not going to be half as good as the books. And it was because of the casting. The casting of Katrina. is incredible. Yeah, Katrina Belf and Sam Hewen, They're amazing. Incredible. Their chemistry is palpable. It is palpable right through the screen. It sure is. And you're just like, you want them to get it on. And I'm not about huggy, kissy, touchy, feely. I'm not into rom-coms. I'm not into that. But I want them to get it on so badly because it's so hot and steamy.
1: Yeah. it's Yeah. And it's
0: pertinent to the storyline.
1: It is. And that's (laughs) I think that's my issue with it, is when there's gratuitous nudity or violence or anything like that, it's just, it's too much. Yeah. But if it's enhancing the storyline, good for you. Yeah. There's... Some in um, Righteous Gemstones.
0: Oh my gosh, I forgot about Righteous Gemstones. That
1: I had actually heard about from Kay Bell and Doc Shepherd. Yes,
0: and one of my favorite recommendations from you.
1: And then it was one of my besties who also grew up in the very conservative Christian yes. church. So good. That recommended it to me. I recommended it to family members, and they didn't enjoy it nearly as much. I don't think so. Interesting. But it was family members that I thought I could introduce it to. Okay. And yeah, they did not enjoy it nearly as much as I did.
0: I think that you have to have the open-mindedness of something like going to the Book of Mormon. Yes. Well, the person that I
1: recommended it to has kind of walked away from that as well, and would probably identify as an agnostic. Okay. So I was quite surprised. Interesting. Given that they had been so involved for as long as they were yes. in the capacity that they were. Yes.
0: Now, what platform was Righteous Gemstones on? Crave crave if you can and you haven't heard of it research in right- canada hbo go hbo go in yeah, the u.s i think or maybe hulu the righteous gemstones
1: john goodman adam devine yeah
0: danny mcbride danny mcbride that's yes. it oh my gosh it's so damn good we yeah. my husband and i binge watched it after you told me about it we watched the first episode and cracked up. <laughs> like we were laughing so hard it is so un-pc So not PC. Oh my gosh. Yes. Hookers and Blow. Oh, Hookers. It's all about the Hookers and Blow. Hookers and Blow in
1: the first, what, four scenes? Five scenes, maybe? Yes. But that one has some gratuitous nudity. But there's one episode where everybody, all the men are nude. Yeah. And they're just hanging out with their Johnsons out. Yeah. And that one, I appreciate it. Yeah. And then there was another episode where Adam Devine's bestie.
0: Oh, I just had him up. He's, He's so, so funny, funny. Tony Caval- Cavalero. He plays Keith Chambers. Yes, Keith. yes. There's a scene with Keith and some nudity. Yeah, but
1: there's not a lot of female nudity. With, and that's what I'm noticing is that there's a shift between female nudity and male nudity. Mm-hmm. There's more frontal male
0: nudity and less female, female. nudity. True, and we don't want to play double standard here. No, no, yeah. But Making an observation.
1: Women have been expected to expose themselves mm-hmm. on movies and television programs for eons. Yeah. And we would never show below the belt for men. Yeah. There's always a towel or yeah. a blanket or a pillow or, yeah. or a leg or a piece of furniture that's, or yeah. her shoulder or something that's hiding
0: the meat and potatoes. Why? Well, because the meat and potatoes isn't as pretty as females. That's the way I've always seen it. None. Of, neither of them are particularly attractive You don't think so? No I think the females is very well, pretty I mean Of the two? Yes Yes Relatively speaking But, but
1: yeah the Meat and potatoes Not that attractive Not Sorry no, boys Sorry there's just And maybe it's because There has to be a fluffer <laughs> I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Which,
0: Which is, is gonna also be
1: something a... I call You know how we have to
0: separate the cups Because they stick Yes I'm like do you need a fluffer? <laughs> I know this is gonna and be, I didn't I didn't mean it. Like this is gonna be another term that honestly if my mother hears this episode, she's gonna turn to my dad and say, What's a fluffer? What's a fluffer? Because before this episode we were talking about glory holes. Your husband was talking about <laughs> My glory husband holes. was talking about glory holes and then it was commented that my mom didn't know what a glory and hole then, was. And then yeah, the conversation just went sideways from there. So you know what's it had actually already
1: now? gone sideways and then It had. It just went a little bit further sideways. And not PC at all.
0: No. Yeah. It rarely is with yeah. us though. And you know what's going to happen now? Is our cell phones tonight are going to give us notifications on Pornhub. Do you know that you could save on a membership for Pornhub? What? That's amazing. (laughs) Because of all these conversations. Of course, right? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Why would you pay for it? That's the thing, because there is a bulk of it that's free. But I think if you have a niche... In Pornhub, that's where you have to pay for it. So there's something that you specifically want to like one armed. I have no idea because 70s Bush, like, maybe, I, yeah. Because the free content, it's still I mean, pretty. It's porn. It's not PG by any means. Showcase used to have things after
1: dark. Like there was it's Showcase true. after dark that. on like Friday and Saturday nights. Yeah, Because they used to have CSI yeah. marathons. Yeah, so that's what I would watch when I got into the hotel we're talking like 15 16 years ago when I first started flying. okay there weren't smartphones there weren't yeah that's what I fell asleep watching was CSI on showcase right because that's I knew what channel showcase was in every hotel and I would adapt for out of the country and that sort of thing but that's what I would do and forgetting that on Friday and Saturday night oh after right the after 10, dark yeah it was not my CSI Miami or CSI. Yeah. It was kink. Yeah. And I was like, I think I know that person. Right? It can a- and I actually did know the person that was on that particular episode. It was a friend of mine's brother. Awkward.
0: No kidding. Yeah.
1: I didn't actually know him. Know yes. him, but...
0: You knew who he was. I knew
1: of him. Yes. And I was like... I now know that he's into leather play.
0: Okay. Who knew? There you go.
1: But it was a train wreck. I couldn't turn it off because I'm like now sucked in because I know this person or know of
0: this person. Yes. And you want to see how it unfolds. Yeah. Right.
1: I never mentioned it to her.
0: No. I wouldn't have either. But I probably would have train wrecked it too. Yeah. And totally watched it. Yeah. Interesting. Who knew? I'm enlightened.
1: That's how I learned so much about gay culture too is watching Queer as Folk though.
0: Okay. I never saw Queer as Folk. I learned a lot about gay culture. That okay. No. Accurate or not, I don't know. But I also had a lot of friends. That and this industry has been yeah. lovely for that too. But I also had many gay friends in my late teens, my early 20s. Gay clubs. That's the bulk of the, a lot of the friends that I met. Not only was I underage, but also loving going going to the gay clubs because you never get hit on. Do you want to end with Yeah.
1: this one? Yeah. Okay. Documentaries. Oh. We went with docuseries
0: and yes. Social Dilemma. Mm -hmm. Have you seen Wild Wild Country? I sure have. I was riveted, could not turn it off until I finished it. I binged it.
1: It blew my mind.
0: Yes, me too. Blew my mind. And so many women. I know. Which are seemingly intelligent, learned women. But for some reason, they are completely brainwashed and committed. To this Bhagwan. Yes.
1: I know. blows my mind. That female, Mm -hmm. I can't remember her name. I want to say Sheila, but I could be mistaken. She kind of took over. Yes, she did. She's like, I got this. And when you look at, because, I mean, it's been 20 some odd years since Waco, Texas. It's been 20 some odd years since mm-hmm. uh, Jonestown. No, no, more than that for Jonestown. Oh, sorry. I was thinking yeah. of Waco. Waco was yeah. 20 some odd years yeah. ago. Jonestown was
0: long before. Yes. Women. Nexium. Yeah. Oh, Nexium. Oh, Nexium. Yes. But there's always one male. Oh, there's a male that's pulling the string, that he stings. is the superpower. Absolutely,
1: always. Yeah. Um. And with Waco, it was Crushy Yeah, David Crush. Crush, Right. Not Crushy Uh, Jonestown was, um, Jim Jones. Jim Jones. And, Nexium was Rainier. Yeah. Keith, Keith Rainier. And Allison Mack.
0: Yes. And they. A lot of times they will enlist. An influential female to uh, uh, seemingly become more so social media influencers. Yes. Hmm. Uh, and more um, approachable, safer. Yes.
1: Fascinating Very stuff. Very fascinating stuff. But the Wild Wild Country, I actually got introduced to it through Dax Shepherd's podcast. Oh, is that right? Yeah. They talk about it quite a bit. Okay. They talk about documentaries. A lot. Quite a bit. so many of the documentaries that are available on U.S. Netflix aren't necessarily available on Canadian. There's also a series on, it was on A&E, it's now on Prime, I believe, Mm -hmm. called Cults and Extreme Beliefs. Yes. Now, you've told me about this. And I
0: think I watched episode one.
1: Episode one is Nexium. It goes into Mooney's Jehovah's Witness. Mm Mm-hmm. Children of God, maybe? Children
0: of God, that's another one.
1: Um, maybe FLDS. Yes. I'm not sure. I think there though. is
0: one episode on that. I haven't um, watched them, I've just looked through the titles. So
1: many. I really got into when it was the 20th anniversary of John Benet Ramsey mm-hmm. and OJ Simpson. I was watching all of those. Mm-hmm. And you, some of them you can really see which side they were funded by. Yes, you can. And I like documentaries that are neutral. Yes. <laughs> With the exception of Scientology documentaries. Yes. Because I don't know that there's a neutral one. I don't think and there I'm is. And I'm not trying to put down anybody else's belief system. Mm-hmm. Is Scientology on the Cults and Extreme Beliefs? It is. Docu- I, I think docu- so. I think yeah. so. But there's another one. Um, I actually just listened to Leah Remini's podcast this morning. And the creator of the the documentary, whatever, the documentarian yes. of Going Clear. Yes. Was the guest ah, on that episode. Okay. So it's cool to hear his. Yes. Take on it. Take on it. And just why he wanted to get it out there, mm-hmm. and a lot of it is to shed light on the injustices. Yes, because much like Nexium or anything else, it mm-hmm. began as a self improvement. Yes, and that's what draws people
0: in. Yes, a seemingly MLM self improvement organization.
1: Yes, that yes. one for sure. Yes,
0: that one for sure. Nexium. Yes.
1: Nexium. Yes. Yes. Um, Scientology a little bit it has a- MLM tones. Well, maybe not MLM. Yeah, but definitely will lure you in with this twenty-five,
0: thirty-dollar course. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, good point. Free thirty.
0: Yeah, forty. Yeah, two hundred. Two hundred. Two thousand, and you work up your levels, and you recruit. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. And
1: you draw people in, and mm-hmm. you
0: yeah, it's a little MLM. Yeah,
1: we'll go into it a little bit more because I think this is a perfect segue into a, another episode. Perhaps. Yes. But yeah, there's so many out there. I'm fascinated by religions mm-hmm. and belief systems and yes. that sort of thing. And I'm not just talking. I don't want to just belittle other people's faith systems. Like no, of West Westboro Baptist is in there, even though they're not technically associated with the Baptist church. Yes. The Baptist Church has chosen to separate from them. It's just these extreme beliefs and how people can get lured into them. That's what's fascinating. That's what fascinates me. Yes. And it's not just the extremists. It's Uh -uh. what draws you to Catholicism over Christianity or Buddhism after being a devout Catholic for eons. Or like just the way people... Kabbalah or... Or whatever the flavor of the week is. Yes. And is that innate in who we are that we need that sense of community or is it that you're searching and longing for something that's missing
0: i think it could be a little of a a little of b and a little of c
1: who knows yeah and i just find them so interesting that human condition well it's the human condition but also the messiness of humanness yes and just the charismatic leadership quote unquote yes
0: waco is one that just blows my mind i know this is such to be a, that heavily armed? Yes, but remember, these are doomsdayers, right? The end of the, the prepping. Well, for, didn't
1: Koresh think that he was Christ incarnate?
0: Yes, he okay. did.
1: And Jonestown, there was some of that too. Was Jonestown the Kool Aid? Yes, it was. Jonestown was Kool Aid. What was the other one? There was another one about that time. It wasn't just the Bhagwan. It was there was another one. I think
0: so. Jonestown was also the same one where, like, there were there were politicians that died and journalists that died, right? Because they went over there. West Africa or something like that, yeah. That he had gone to, it was Ghana. So there was also that. So a lot of people separate that and say, do you remember the mass suicide with the Kool-Aid? And then there was also Jim Jones. That was all the same thing.
1: Oh. And
0: it was some people begging and asking they wanted out. And they were trying to send notes. There was a note and messages were sent to the journalists. Yeah.
1: I'm going to have to reinvestigate that one because it's fascinating fascinating and so incredibly sad. Mm Mm-hmm. But they all, like, they're all just, even wild, wild country, mm-hmm. they poisoned the water system mm-hmm. in Portland, I think. Yeah. I think it was in Oregon. I I yeah. might be misspeaking saying Portland, but. What do you think? Well, friends, it's been a
0: slice, but I have things to do. So I'm going to have to ask you to vacate the galley. Thank you so much for sharing your day with us. We wouldn't be in our seats if you weren't in yours. We do know that you have choices in podcasts out there and we're sure glad that you chose ours. Please do continue to download and
1: subscribe to Back Alley Banter on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The contest for the gift box from Kat and myself has been extended. Mm-hmm. The next 10 reviews on Apple Podcasts we'll get 10 entries each
0: 10 entries each how is that for incentive no shit a mutually beneficial exchange loving it remember that we're on instagram at Backgalleybanter and would love if you would follow us goodbyes are not forever
1: goodbyes are not the end
0: it simply means i'll miss you until we meet again be, be kind be safe until, until we meet, meet again. again thank you for your attention and we hope to welcome you on board in the near future